Do you believe in miracles? Fizzle in the house. Fizzle, what what's up, Fizzle? good, man? Fizzle, glad to have you here. Let's go. This the South Harmon Podcast. Glad you here today. Hit that Patreon link if you here to stay. Dynasty best ball, that's my favorite way. 40 chess trade show, let's make a trade today or check the AMA. You know Adam at the ATM. Mike always in the building, he gon' stay with him. They gon' start every show off with their own trade. Fantasy's a big ocean, they made their own wave. Make sure you tap in there Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesday night, Saturday morning, ain't no better way. Hit that notification bell when the news break. Go subscribe right now, don't get the news late. Destination Devi, that's the team. Dynasty football, man, that's my favorite thing. I remember Biggie said it was all a dream. Now people watching on their phones and computer screens. Welcome to the team. Let's start the show. Start the show. Oh yeah, let's start the show, Maddie. Uh, we ain't gotta have so uh the production quality isn't gonna be what everybody's <laughs> expected. All right. This well, is substitute teacher day, substitute teacher day. Yeah, this is substitute teacher day. Definitely. Uh <laughs> definitely not as good as what Adam's here. He runs the whole show. I, I've realized now, uh so for those of you who don't know, this is gonna be executives week, man. Maddie Kiwoom from the executives, player of profiler fame is in the house. I had Cody Carpenter on last night. We recorded a trade show, it'll come out Saturday. Uh, this is the executives week, man. I got to promote my guys, but I had him on and it just, I I've come to realize these last two nights without Adam here. That's my crutch, man. I really don't do shit at South Harvard. <laughs> just the, uh, I'm the pretty face. Apparently <laughs> Adam does all, well, the, all the dirty work. Massive shout out to a-, a ATM Adam. I mean, he does. He, he's the man. Adam's the man. You're the man. Also massive shout out to fizzle dollar. That intro oh, yes. was running, dude. I'm sitting here like, okay. Have you get ready to go? I, I gotta ask you, Maddie. Have you checked out his new album drop? Because I, think I haven't had, dude. I don't. Okay. I hardly listen to music any longer. I'm an old fart who listens right. to podcasts all day. But listen, I'm gonna have to throw it on tomorrow because that got me fired up. Well, I'm telling you, man. Go listen to his album. It's fire. Uh, it'll get you fired Done. up even more. It's good. The Done. whole thing, start to finish, fantastic. Fizzle killed it. So. What is up, everybody? Maddie, thank you so much for hopping on, man. Filling in for Adam, we get an upgrade. Uh, production quality goes down, entertainment value goes up, right? I, 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 I have somebody. That. I have somebody on here on an AMA who's not going to argue me about uh, the value of Juju Smith-Schuster, right? Wait, how do you value <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster, sir? Because maybe oh, I will. We had a we had a hell of a discussion on the Patriot Only Show about Juju. And people were asking, like, who's a who's a buy for you at current cost right now in Dynasty? Mm-hmm. And I, I just said, Juju, like, he's like around 14 startup. Like, yeah. shit, cost you a second, maybe. <laughs> Might be a third in a throw-in. Somebody will take oh, that yeah. shit. Like, to be the number one option in New England currently, he was decent. He was decent. We got this big, long fucking argument. It wasn't even about Juju being good. It was about whether the situation <laughs> in, uh, in uh, uh, Kansas City last year was the best he's ever had in his career. And I'm like, well, pump the brakes, man. You remember his sophomore year, Big Ben threw the ball like 9,000 times. Right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty good yeah. situation to be in if you're a Great situation. 
completely sh- like he completely shielded by Antonio Brown. Never saw a number one corner a right. day that season. Fourteen hundred yards was definitely his biggest output. But yeah, I'm, you will not hear any arguments from me. I also, you know, Patriots guy. So I'm excited for for Juju this year. You know, we got a real offensive coordinator up here this season. No longer will we go with my doppelganger, Matt Patricia, <laughs> calling checkdowns all day. So, you know, it's very good. And we're very, very excited up here. And I think, you know, the nuke is looming. If DeAndre signs, we have to reevaluate everything when it comes oh, yeah. to, to Juju yeah. because what we're hoping for is a lot of volume and for him to repeat that yak season that he had last year because I think only, you know, the top dogs really out-yaked the boy last year. Right. I'm not saying he's your wide receiver one, but, you know, at the cost of a no. 14th round startup, I'll, I'll take all the juju, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Right. And if, you're, and if you're saying that you're saying a, a second or a third, you're talking about probably bringing in what your fourth receiver, which was, you know, one of those flex spots would be nice. Oh, I, this reminds me, too. I was supposed to call you Marvin. Uh, Aaron Seslowski says, what's up? I can't. But I still can't believe I did that. I can't. I can't believe I did that. I mean, I pride myself on my intros. I practice them. And it's not like I didn't know who he was. I've been on a show with him before. I listened to Sonic Truth every week with him. You know, I was on Rotowire literally that afternoon. We recorded for the Rotowire show before the game plan, and it was an all time brain fart. Total fumble on the one. <laughs> Embarrassing. But I'm, hey, you know, yeah. he, he's a good sport. Thank God. All right, Maddie, let me ask you. You saw what went on the last couple days. Uh, viral Mike? Listen, I didn't try to go viral. Viral it just happened. <laughs> It just happened to. But if someone implements the quarterback horde, are you are you quitting the league? 100 percent, 100 percent, 100 percent. I mean, that's bush league. Uh, it's poor person moves. It's low class, clout chasing, garbaggio. I'm out of that league. So here, here's the truth, man. Um, <laughs> we we kind of been all over the place. I didn't even quarterback hoard in this league. It wasn't even me. I know. It just know. it just happens to be it was one of the patrons who subscribes to us, listens to us. He implemented it. So speaking of the Patriots, we get to round six, right? And I make the mm-hmm. pick before I go to bed, and I'm looking at the board, and I'm going, "Damn, this dude's QB hoarding." Most of the quarterbacks mm-hmm. are gone. I'm down to my choice of like. Mac Jones, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. Like, these are the quarterbacks left. I need a third one. It's a best bowl league. I need a third quarterback. And I go, you know, this is disgusting, but uh, I'm going to roll with Mac Jones, man. No Matt Patricia. Fuck it. I like Juju. Let's get back to rookie year, Mac, not last year, Mac. So I said, (laughs) I'm going to reach, obviously, Mm -hmm. but I'm not paying this dude like the QB hoard prices. Like, I'm not coming shopping. I've been that guy. Good. I'm just going to kick this off. If it's a reach, Mm -hmm. it's a reach. I don't care. Go to bed. Wake up the next morning. There is a wall of fucking text in this league chat. A wall of text. And I just start at the top and I start reading it. And the guy's upset that there's QB hoarding going on in this league. And he's mad about it. He starts crying about it. And somehow mm-hmm. my name gets drug into it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what am I doing? And Mac Jones pick was a reach. You guys are all donating money. Like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna crush every single one of you. This is this is horrible. I can't believe you guys are doing this. And just keeps going on and on and on. And finally, we get that last message that comes out. And by the way, it wasn't the last message. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's just nope. say, let's sure just say when you when you say so, I'll end with this. It wasn't the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at it. I'm going like this dude really just come out with this novel about the Kiwi horde. And he's been crying about it the whole time. I said, this is hilarious. Like, I think Twitter got to see this. Like, not that yeah. I want to go viral. I just want to keep it for uh, 
posthumous mm-hmm. <laughs> posthumous like when somebody tells me the qb horde don't work i can just point back and go like yeah it puts people on full tilt look right here oh my god <laughs> look right here. so uh i put it on twitter and i didn't think it's going viral but slowly and surely like some of the bigger names come on it the comments are on there the retweets then sleeper gets a hold of it and quote mm-hmm. tweets the damn thing and i'm like oh shit like this is this is on takeoff mode right now maddie how to i don't know what to feel about this my phone mike. is going nuts i'm running out of battery <laughs> dude mike listen this tweet this plant you know series of events is going to be the snapshot of the 23 football season. Sleeper said so. They marked this the start of the fantasy football season. We kicked it off, man. I, I, surpassed, the, off. Uh, I surpassed the official. Like The official start to me is always a Scott Fishbowl because it's such a, good, a yeah. good thing for the community. That that always feels like the real start of fantasy football, but Sleeper was like, nah, we're just... <laughs> No, no, no. Sometimes, you sometimes, you know, the, the what happens before the game needs to be recorded. It needs to make it. All of a sudden, the start time moves up. It was, I mean, brother, <laughs> it was, first of all, it was hilarious for you to put on Twitter because right. at the end of the day, this is, you know, the, the we're, we're all kind of, it's all supposed to be fun right we're all supposed to goof yeah. each other we're all supposed yeah. to have some fun so when what if it was your boy like if we were in a league and we are in a couple and, and if i started talking like that you'd throw me on twitter and i'd be like damn he was probably right i probably shouldn't have gone off like that but to do it and put him out there was so funny because full tilt was on a world stage <laughs> yes we all had front row tickets to a full-on tilt and over QB hoarding, which is hilarious because, you know, we are in a few leagues together. And last yes. year you implemented yes. the QB hoard. The hoard that is going on in your league, this league that sparked all this, would bow down to the QB hoarding strategy you deployed a year ago in the league that we're in. Was the first 11 picks. <laughs> it was a banana land. And I mean, listen. Let, do you want to let's talk about the strategy itself? Because I I, yeah. I, I want to ask you some questions about QB horde. Yeah, you know, what makes a QB horde a QB horde? Is it the quantity or the quality? Is it the where you take the quarterbacks, or can you have just an X amount of quarterbacks in people's minds? I think it's a first you're gonna start with the quality, right? So everything is gonna yeah. go off of the quality. Um, you know, if you've got a a shit ton of Kyle Trask level quarterbacks, nobody gives a shit. No mm-hmm. one cares. Right, right. <laughs> and everyone good, does. Good luck. Right. Good Everyone luck has you. four guys on their bench that Mike White, all right. the Gardner Minshews. There's a ton of quarterbacks on everyone's Nobody bench. gives a shit. And no but if it's, a, if it's a starting quarterback, and it's to different levels. Like if you're in a lineup league, Matty, um, like people are going to feel much more safe at the QB2 spot if you're starting. Uh, let, let's just say like even a good QB2, like a Daniel Jones or Kirk Cousins. Like you feel good at your super flex spot with that. Mm-hmm. If you're QB Horton Ryan Tannehill's in a lineup league, I, I, I hate to tell you, it's probably not working. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody does. No, it's but not. You get and into you're probably ball, just donating. You get in the best ball, Ryan Tannehill will have six, seven weeks where mm-hmm. he's an above average option at quarterback. He's going to have three or four spike weeks when he's in the top. So it matters to your roster construction. So in a best ball league, if they're a starting quarterback, like they have a job, they matter to QB Horde. Lineup For league, sure. Adam and I talked about it on the pod like, you kind of get down to like the Jared Goff range, and I'm like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna kind of nip this in the bud here. <laughs> like, I'm not too interested anymore. But yeah, to, to your point about the league we did last year, it's also if you do a QB horde, you kind of got to be okay with being bad 
And I think that's oh. what some people don't get the like I'm okay if I suck. What what happened in the expo? Did I I didn't trade a single one of those quarterbacks like Cuba you hoarded in that league, right? I took eleven of them. My mm-hmm. team was god awful, finished dead last. Now I got Bijan. <laughs> I got Bijan. Yeah. And guess what? I still have quarterbacks and a bunch of other good rookie picks like on the team. So even year two, some of those quarterbacks lost value. But if you still look at it, I still got six, seven of them. There's other teams. In the- I checked it earlier today. It was like seven. Like that are worth a shit, right? Some are worth just zeros. Right. But you add it. I think it might be more now because you did add Will Levis and you added Anthony right. Richardson in the draft. Right. So like the, it, it, the QB hoarding strategy is a three to five year play. And if people yeah. are willing to, to pay pay three years to lead up to it, like it's a viable strategy. I think anyone truly, I would love to hear your thoughts on this, Mike. Anyone who truly bitches about strategy just hasn't played football, oh, fantasy football, either long enough or in as many leagues as others. Because when you play long enough and you play with a ton of teams and a ton of owners, you realize everything you think just sometimes goes out the window. How many bad trades have you seen going like, what a terrible trade, what you did was beyond yes. dumb, to only just look crazy because it was the best trade of the season? It happens. Strategies yeah. have to play out. And like, you know, in our Expo League, you were god-awful last place now you have Bijan. will you win this year probably not but probably now not. if you put together these pieces and let's say you could expedite the process people only stay salty for so long in qb horde strategies eventually the the ice thaws and they will decide i need a quarterback like me from day one i would have traded you picks for a quarterback i think i did come after Derek carr we just couldn't make a, a deal right. on price right so right. like i don't care if you qb horde i will be someone who buys if i'm looking to buy i don't care because that's that, one thing I did learn too. You got to worry about your own roster. That's the thing too. Like, you can go into it and see somebody else QB hoard and go like, "I'm not trading with them. I'm not paying the price." But the thing is, if you're in a 12 team league, like I don't really recommend QB hoarding in a 10 team league. Sure as fuck, don't mm. do it in an 18 18 <laughs> yeah, league. No. But like traditional 12 team league, and that one's a best ball league. If you're in it, like you may say that I'm not trading with Mike. I'm not paying him, and, and it's not that I'm asking absurd prices. I'm asking a a little bit above market value because I want you to feel it. The fact that you passed on them, but you can say, I'm not paying that. I'm not doing it. Like I'm going to let them suffer, but there's 10 other people in the league. And all mm-hmm. it takes is one of them to go, you know what? I do want that 20 points in my super flex spot. Like I do need that second quarterback. I'd like to win the championship this year. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't give a shit about Maddie's feelings. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. going for the title, which is ultimately why we play, fantasy football in the first place like mm-hmm. when that guy went on and on about like this is a personal attack bitch everything i do in fantasy football is personal <laughs> in a draft right like i'm not drafting yeah. to make friends i don't sit here and go man right. maddie right. really loves justin herbert i shouldn't take him at 105 <laughs> i should let him have him at one you shouldn't though you should let me have him I, I look at it and I go, Maddie really likes Justin Herbert. This is him. personal. I'm taking Herbert. If you want him, come fucking get him. Oh, 100%. We all do that. I didn't I didn't understand it, too. And then the icing on the cake with it was just like, you throw in those things like, I'm rich. <laughs> like, and then the I got the more clout than you. I got two times the followers. Like, who gives a shit? Are you really trying to flex on this? Like, I don't care. <laughs> you're a fucking nobody to me. Like, you're a guy, when I saw it, I had no idea who the fuck you were. I had no idea. It's just a dude with a name and a generic sleeper logo, right? Like, not even a picture of anything. And I'm thinking it's just one of these dudes. Wow, look at him lose his shit. I had no idea he did content once upon a time. You know, I had no idea right. that he was a lawyer in Florida at some point. Really is rich, apparently. I don't give a shit. 
you're just another guy. It's a $50 yeah. league. I'm just here to play fantasy football, man. And if you think <laughs> everything I do is personal, you're damn right. It is personal in the league. Yeah. I'm trying to win. <laughs> trying I to mean, outsmart you. We've all just seen a guy on the board that we don't even like, but we know our buddy just has such a hard off of this player. And we say, you know, I'm going to take him because I know by week four, he's going to pay me for it. So I'm going to take it. It's a personal thing. I will say this. The second you start flexing on the league mates when it comes to dollars, clout, shit like that, your fair game to be dragged through all the coals on planet Earth. Right. You have now opened yourself up to be that guy. Don't be that guy. Listen, we all get crazy in the group chat. We all say things to each other. We all do things. And you know what? If he might have blown a casket, came back the next day and be like, listen, guys, I was way out of line. I was just pissed off, butthurt, blah, blah, blah. And you would have been like, oh, cool, because he would have started on Twitter and be like, oh, you know what? It's fine. It's not that big a deal. Right. But someone who goes straight to, I'm rich, you're not, da, 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 it's like, you suck, dude. <laughs> God, I, it's it's really upsetting I'm sitting here doing this stream from a pizza box because I'm so poor. Like, I can barely afford this. I had to steal this Wi-Fi <laughs> to do this stream. <laughs> Stealing it from my neighbor's pizza box. How did you get electricity in your spot being so poor? Did you, are those Christmas lights? I got a bunch of rats that I've trained to run on wheels, <laughs> like generators. So we're good. If Mike flips the camera out, he's got his kid running on the treadmill to get his power going <laughs> all through the hours of night. Yeah. Daddy's, daddy's got a streak. No, I thought it was very crazy. <laughs> and uh, the, the fact that it, it went viral. And Aaron Seslowski's in this league too. So he got to experience it. He is, it yes. So you can, uh, <laughs> you and him can chat it up about that too, get his perspective. But, uh, apparently once that guy found out it was on Twitter, he lost a fucking nut even more and then yep. left the league and, and thankfully found somebody to fill it because the team is God awful. It's, it's garbage. It's, it's got a lot of potential, but, uh, Brock Purdy as your QB one would make you shit your pants in a best ball league. I think. <laughs> so the poor fella, you know, that, and then at the end of the day, it was in the tone also. You you don't allow me. You don't allow those who waited on QB to execute their plan. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we supposed to uh, uh, help each other out here? And right. Are we supposed to look out for those that we're trying to win money from? I don't. I don't think that's how competition works, Mike. No, I, it was a it was a weird dynamic too. And, and you know whether you thought it was right or wrong to, for me to post it on Twitter, I thought it was hilarious, so I was going to put it on there. Um, you know, I think when you open yourself up, especially that the, the thing, the issue I had with it was it was OK to shit talk me and drag me through the mud while I was asleep and not paying attention. And it's OK to do it to 11 other people. Mm -hmm. But the minute it went to Twitter, you know, the minute it got posted on Twitter and other people can make their own determination on whether you're being a fucking douchebag or not. <laughs> yeah. And overwhelmingly, everybody thinks you're a douchebag. You lose your mind about it. It's like you were OK when it was just a small group of people. But hey, right. when we blow it up, right. now you're feeling the remorse. And it's like, you know, I don't know why he felt it was OK to say it in league chat. But, you know, publicly, then it's a different story. <laughs> it wasn't like <laughs> it was a one on one DM or. You know, no. were you leaving voicemails back and forth or shooting text messages that are fully private? You you thought it was okay to bring other people in, so hell, I'll bring apparently all of Twitter with me. I guess I don't. <laughs> I, I'm pretty positive Elon but... saw that that tweet, man. Elon <laughs> saw that shit, Mike. That could be the only reason that I've seen everybody else on uh, Twitter get like suspended or or neutered <laughs> because of spam, but mine's still going because Elon's like, this is a revenue generator. <laughs> Look yeah, how Elon's like, Elon's like, yeah, I, I completely agree with QB hoarding. We breaking news. Elon Elon Musk is a QB hoarder. <laughs> we knew it. 
we've we've, we've, we've broke the case. And, and it's here in your defense. Also, you didn't say like, "Hey, look at this fucking asshole." You didn't right. call him a single name in your no. tweet. You just said the internet's gonna want to see this. This much, <laughs> this is good. And then everything. Right. There's not a response from you in there. It's just literally his words on a grand stage, and the the people got to to judge <laughs> on how this dude sounded. And the people spoke, Mike. Well, we got a super chat here from Nate. Uh, how do you play a QB horde when you get multiple elite assets? Ten team super flex start eleven lineup: Mahomes, Watson, Richardson, Rogers, Lance, twenty four one oh one. Interestingly, you got the twenty four one oh one. You have to follow up. Like, how do you know it's the one oh one, or is your team <laughs> that bad? How do you play a QB horde? Listen, this is kind of the thing when it, when I see QB horde and ten team super flex, I already kind of go, eh, eh. Like, yeah. I, I yeah. You take out those two teams and those four starting quarterbacks you need in a 12-team league, like that's a big deal, Maddie. If you think about it, Mm -hmm. 10 times two, man, no expert, but that's 20. (laughs) There's 32 teams. Now, you add those four on, now it's 24. Most people in a 12-team, you're going to need a third quarterback. You're going to need a third one. That's 36. There's only 32 teams. So the math is is math in there, right? In the the 10-team league, you only need 30. So there's usually two floating out there where it's like, no one really gives a shit. You can probably right. find one. So I don't know. I, I can't say I have any experience in a 10 team league. Right. Period. And I would say too, in a 10 teamer, you're almost forced to trade one of your top two. Right. I mean, you look at this guy's roster. He, he's got some QBs to trade, but is he going to get a ton for Richardson? Is he going to get a ton for Rogers or Lance right, right now? Uh, in 10 teamers, like you said, math is math. So we have to uh, be a little bit careful with that. So uh, 10 teamers, the, the strategy might not work as dramatically as it would in a 10. But I mean, I would say what, what, you, what, what Nate's got going on right here is a, is a pretty good just roster. I wouldn't really right. rush into anything because, you know, we don't know what Watson or Richardson is going to be. Having Rodgers on this roster could be the lifesaver that he needs and give him multiple weeks in that super flex spot if Richardson or Lance or Watson don't fire like we would like them to do. So I, I would right. stay, I would stay kind of stay put here and kind of let it play out throughout a little bit of the season and then start attacking when maybe Richardson pops, you could trade Watson. If Rodgers is just lighting the earth on fire right. in his revenge tour in New York, then make a move. So he said the, uh, the one-on-one team only has Jalen hurts, nothing else. So like, that's why he thinks it's locked into the one-on-one, which is fair. If oh, you believe yeah. that, that one-on-one, though, I'm not I'm not moving unless it's back to that manager and I'm, like, getting Jalen Hurts straight up. You know what I mean? Like, right. you're right. going to have to overpay right. for right. your pick back. Otherwise, fuck you. I'm going to hold it until mm-hmm. next year when we know and it keeps building and building value. If I'm doing this, like, I'm, I'm really comfortable. I want Mahomes on my team. I want Watson. The A-Rich thing, um, like, if you could sell them and people want to pay that premium, by all means. But, like, the Rodgers, the Lance, like, I'm probably just letting them go. Like I'm, I'm finding somebody who needs a quarterback who's going to pay more than what they're actually worth in a 10 team mm-hmm. super flex. And it doesn't have to be an, an elite overpay, but like these aren't really assets bona fide to my team. They're not really going to do anything. Maybe you package them with a wide receiver to get an upgrade, right? Maybe you yeah. got a weak wide receiver three or wide receiver two. I want to boost this up. All right. You need a quarterback. Let me put this shittier receiver with it. Let me go get an actual really good one. So 
I do think just the overall theme, though. In 10 team, it's 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 a lot harder and it's more dicey. The QB horde 12 team makes it so much easier. 14 team, you're in you're in heaven because there's definitely somebody out there with a horrible quarterback room. Absolutely, 100, percent 100. percent And Nate, one last piece of advice I will give you here is don't get over patient. If you see a deal that you like, like Mike's talking about, and you get that slight overpay. Don't always believe that the grass is greener because it's that 10-teamer. You want to make sure you strike with iron's hot. I feel that. Well, let me scroll back up to the top of the chat. We missed a bunch of people in here. Uh, I got to say what's up to them. Um, yeah. Adam says, lesson, if things don't go your way, just give up. So that's what you do if you stop, <laughs> apparently. And the, the horde that broke the rich man's back. These sound like novels. <laughs> These are like self-help books. <laughs> If he hoards, he hoards. A little shout out to Rocky for there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, TD Swinford, thank you. Thank you. First time being able to catch you live. Awesome. Glad you could tap in. Shout out, uh, TD. Let's go, Dr. B here. Shithead stand up. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, Maddie, too. I think it's one of those things that was like counterproductive, too, to the, the QB horde movement. Like it's made it more popular now. There's gonna be more people out there going, "Hey, I want to try." I'm trying it, happened. Mike. I'm trying it. I'm trying. I have to know for myself. What, it's, what I have to have some experience. I am gonna QB hoard. Get in a league with Kiwoom, and you will get. You will see a QB hoarder. Right. All right. We got another super chat, Joey Estrada. Thank you. Thanks for the great content, fellas. Ten team superflex start eight. So this is the shallowest of shallow that you could possibly get. QBs are Allen and Herbert. Wow, that's a good start. Got a trade of my Herbert for Richardson, Gibbs, and Burks. My only good running back is Chubb, so Gibbs would help my team. <sighs> okay, so here's the only problem I have with this, right? Justin Herbert is fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. Had a bad year last year, but I think we all expect him to be back in that like top seven, top five conversation of quarterback. Yeah. The talent's there. Kellen Moore's in town. The offense should be better. Um if you're going to a rich, I think a rich is an incredible talent and I think he's appropriately priced in dynasty. Let me just say that. But from a production standpoint, Maddie, like how safe do you feel about like, if you had to remind you, he needs studs in this league, 10 teams starting. How safe do you feel that a rich comes even relatively close to the production? Justin Herbert would give you this year. I don't think it's going to be all. I don't. It's tough to say because the rushing ability from from Richardson is that tantalizing. We're talking about the most athletic quarterback probably in the history right. uh, of modern day football. But he's probably going to need a Justin Fields esque season running the football to compete with what Herbert can put out there, right? I mean, Herbert last year was the first time in his career he had under 30 touchdowns. He only had 25. He was clearly right. playing with a hurt rib. He had 147 rushing yards. The year before, he had over 300. Zero rushing touchdowns. He had eight over the le- the first two seasons in the NFL. So we're going to see, I think, a massive wave of touchdown regression coming his way. We got a better offensive coordinator. A first-round uh, wide receiver will be injected into this offense. You know, Austin Eckler ain't going anywhere I think that we're looking at, you know, Justin Herbert getting back into, like you said, top five, top eight conversation. And if you're going to put that label on, on a Richardson right now, I just think it's going to be uh, you, you, you're you putting yourself in a situation where the floor can fall out of, underneath you when you're going into a, te- a league where you need studs and you got two of them, man. I mean, Allen and Herbert is a weapon. Right. You think about it. He's got two of the start eight already locked down with elite 
elite Locked. players, right? Yep. You got a you got a pretty good advantage over most people in your league <laughs> having those guys. Have to. I don't think I do it doing this if I'm trying to compete this year. Like I don't. No. I Gibbs is awesome. I love Gibbs, and we just did an AMA about me gushing over Jameer Gibbs. But again, every year we do this with rookies. Like we just project them to all walk in and just produce immediately and produce at high clips of where they're being drafted at in Dynasty. That's rarely the case, Maddie. Like even even the greats, Justin Jefferson. You remember the first couple weeks of Justin Jefferson's rookie year? It was like full on panic. Uh, I don't. Was it Ola B.C. Johnson that was beating him out in training camp? <laughs> like Ola Justin Jefferson's not getting Johnson, on the field. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor that that same year wasn't wasn't that great uh, for probably what the first six seven games. Mm-hmm. It takes these rookies, even at positions where you can step in and have immediate production, like running back or wide receiver. It takes them a while sometimes. Quarterback definitely. I mean, Justin Herbert is kind of the anomaly at rookie quarterback, and I think since Justin Herbert's rookie year, we all just expect these rookie quarterbacks right, just to come right. in and and do what he did. Doesn't usually happen, man. I think I'm I'm okay just keeping Herbert here. If I was more in a rebuilder, like I know he's not because he's got Chubb, <laughs> but if I was more in a rebuilder, I think I'd entertain this offer a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. Go down to a rich. I pick up a Gibbs. I pick up a Burks. I just try to stack depth and value and de-risk mm-hmm. myself. But even then, I think it still feels a little bit light. So, Joey, for me, I'm passing on this one because I, yeah. I don't think like Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks is fine, uh, but in a start eight ten team league, how often are you really starting them and feeling good about it? Like, there's a lot of wide receiver right. options that you're going to feel pretty good about. Gibbs, yes, would make your lineup. Richardson, I just don't think he scores enough rookie year. So. That's my answer. Yeah, with you there, for sure. He's going to be able to find a nice little running back, too, throughout the way if he's a true competitor in this format. Right. We got Destination Debbie in the building. (laughs) Let's go. Dynasty Berry's in here. Koopa. We all. (laughs) Red words. Uh, Even Adam. Adam's off. He don't care. ATM. Adam, what up? Mike, Uh, when you asked me to come on the show, I I, I think my answer was hell yeah. Of yeah. course, I'm coming on AMA. No question. But then you went ahead and went viral before your boy <laughs> came on. Oh, baby, what a treat! Listen, I was trying to do right by you, Maddie. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't throw out the invitation. I can't have the executives week. Patreon.com forward slash the executives. There, I'll plug your stuff. I'm in that Discord. Oh, you're, you're not only in that Discord. You are. <laughs> I mean, you're the man. Mike's man. You, you, everyone here tuning in knows this for a fact. They tune in. They rock with you. But you and Adam, dude. Truly, you know, you're the real ones in this industry. That's why I love you. You know, that's why, you know, we've been having a chance to to kick it. And that's why you guys are the best. And you, Mike, class act, my friend. Uh, What else we got here? Uh, Just drafted tonight, QB centric, L. Jax, A. Rich, Kyler, Love, Levis. Levis in the 14th round, damn near 15th. Holy hell. Jimmy G. (laughs) Wow. 10 team super flex, best ball, large rosters. Now, I talk about. 10 team leagues where I don't like to QB hoard, but in best ball, I think it opens it up at least a little bit. Doesn't it Maddie? Because you have so mm-hmm. many options every single week. Like you almost guarantee yourself not having a bad week and a best ball at the quarterback spot. Some best people are going to stubborn. Yeah. They're going to have their, I know some people kind of talked about it where like your, your flex, you know, you might have a wide receiver go off. I heard Alan, uh, Alan and Theo talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like you might have that receiver who goes off. And I think the kind of fallacy you think about when you think best ball is like, oh, well, that'll go into my super flex spot and replace it. I said, 
it actually goes into your your flex spot. What goes into your super flex spot in your best ball is your worst bench option possible. Right? Like, and you're your talking lineup. about the quarterbacks suck that week. Right. You know, so, you're talking about yeah. the not a great output on the week. You're looking at like a, a wide receiver who scored like six points being in your super flex spot while mm. somebody else is sitting there with a quarterback that scored 20, 25, 30. Like mm-hmm. that's that's tough to compete with. I think I'm okay with this in a 10 team um, best ball. Like some of these quarterbacks in a 10 team lineup, I don't have any interest in. No thanks to love. Uh, I like Will Levis, but no thank you. Like that'd just be a death option, even though the value you got on him was pretty good. And then Jimmy, yeah. the 15 2. <laughs> Is he that dead? I don't know that Jimmy. That he's a starter with Devontae Adams in, in, in his lineup. You know, Jacoby Myers, he, he could stumble on it. The, okay. the, I, what I love about this here, though, I love this Kyler in the fifth round. You know, that Kyler Murray dip, it continues to sink. And, you know, we're not that far removed from him being, you know, top five dynasty option at the quarterback right. position, one of the most coveted position, of course, in Superflex. So to grab him in the fifth round, I love that. It just gives him some extra flexibility to, to make moves later on. But we're I, I believe in love. I do think he will have a good season this year. I actually, back when I was on AMA with Adam a few months ago, I had said that love was going to have a better season than Trey Lance, and that's looking damn good because Trey Way may not find himself on the gridiron. Don't do this so. to me. Don't do this we'll to see. me. We'll see. But hey, listen, you know, we get we get had, Cody had, Smith in here. He'll never let me live it down. <laughs> I mean, you had Ray on. You know, you guys talked about Trey. Lance, I know. So I'm not going to get into it. Okay. I think I'm. But, I think I'm donating a hundred dollars to Cody Smith, right, from the uh, overreaction <laughs> pod on Destination yeah. Debbie. I, it feels that way. It could be. Oh well. But this double tap fourteen nine, uh, fourteen nine to fifteen two at quarterback. I think that was where the overkill makes it. You might regret that pretty pretty early. Yeah, you might be get a take or two. Like you might get a couple of usable wide receivers or running backs out of that too. When somebody just trying to fill depth at quarterback, so not the worst. Listen, the L. Jacks, A. Rich, Kyler start. I love because Kyler's been Fantastic. falling ridiculously far. Uh, a. Rich, man, twelve team super flex leagues. This dude's a first round pick just about mm-hmm. everywhere, if not early second round yeah. pick in the startup. So you know, you got him in the third round. I get it as ten teams, a little bit different, but. I'm cool with that. <laughs> That's yeah, a pretty good QB road. Like I feel upside fine with city. It. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, <laughs> yo, the small group of people in the entire league agrees that you're in the wrong, Mike. Thanks, Redwards. <laughs> uh, I'm late. Anyone hoarding QBs in here? Uh, Maddie's gonna be. start. <laughs> Alvin, let's get in a league together, buddy. Get me in a league with you. I will be hoarding some QBs. Right. I'm looking for some good questions here. We got so many good comments. How about this one? Nathan McGrath, 16 team, one quarterback. So he's going to give up Javante. He's going to get Derrick Henry in a 25 first. Like, I hope there's not another Henry, is there? You can't <laughs> be Hunter Henry. There's no, that's no. the only other Henry's Hunter Henry. Okay. We're good then. Hunter Henry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think there's not like, <laughs> no, no, there's no secret move here. Okay. okay. Derrick Henry, 16 team, one quarterback. Where are you at with Derrick Henry? Let me start there. I, I, Derrick Henry is just – I'm not going to count him out until it's too late. That's the type of guy that I think you run the clock out with if you have him, unless someone's going to overpay. But he's, he still has everything in the tank. He's 29. He's just built different. Uh, you know, the tread on his uh, on his tires started early in high school, but, you know, he didn't run a ton. Of, he didn't get a ton of carries at Alabama, not like we're used to. And then, of course, in his career with the Titans, he has had some absolute monstrous output seasons. But in this type of trade here, I mean, you're getting a first, so you're all you're also hedging your future, and you're getting a better r- running back here. If you 
you can keep injury involved because I think that's going to be very much part of the equation with Javante. I don't see a scenario where there's many outs that Javante comes close to outscoring Derrick Henry in 23. And now you got that extra first and 25 to play around with over the next two years. You have that time on your side. I think this is a, a home run getting getting uh, uh, you know Henry in the first for sure. Yeah, I had, to, I had to pull up my ranks here just to look at it, right? Sometimes I question myself, like, how much was I drinking It's tough that to night? keep it all up here. <laughs> well, you know, well, that too. Like, how much was I drinking that night? Uh, you know, sometimes you get a little love. I'm like, oh, yeah. Was just... Adam yelling at me about Juju Schuster? Right. I hasty change. Unlike Adam, I keep my rankings updated. <laughs> Boom. Uh, no, <laughs> Derek Henry. I got him in the same tier as Javante, but it's a big tier. Maddie and yeah, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's at the top of that tier. So you know, one just for me when I looked at it, I'm like, I'll take Henry straight up over Javante personally. Uh, I'd yeah, rather have that. Yeah. You give me a free 25 first. This is no brainer for me. I love this. I was I was looking at it. So the the startup we were talking about, where uh, you know the lawyer got mad and quit, or ex lawyer, whatever. I don't know, but <laughs> I was like, it Stop wasn't an option. that salty. Because I ended up, I ended up taking Derrick Henry in that league, and I was trying to see yep. if if uh, it was even a choice whether I took Henry or Javante. But no, Javante won around earlier, so wasn't a choice for me. But I wasn't upset uh, with Derrick Henry. <laughs> just, How could you just say that? I also uh, want to say something about Javante. There's this like popular misconception. I don't know if it's misconception or if it's borderline misconception, but that he's like a fantastic dynasty asset. How do we know that he's Sean Payton's guy? Sean Payton wasn't there to draft right. him. Sean Payton it will go through pretty much the entire preseason without you know Javante probably being that focal point running back. He's going to be losing a lot of some RGP, right? A guy he did bring in on his own willingness. So we don't know if Javante is his guy going forward. With the running back landscape the way it is and how there's just seemingly a wave of good ones every year. There's not always the Bijans, but there seems to be a ton of guys that are usable in, let's just say, a year from now, the, the, the you know Denver Broncos are fresh off taking a running back in the early portion of the third round. Javante, how safe is he? So I don't necessarily think that Javante is this long-term asset that's like set in stone. I think getting the win now asset and Henry is a lot more predictable and kind of leaves you with a whole less, uh, you know, the, a whole less negative outcomes from now till, you know, next season. Even. Right. Right. I'm with you. This is one of the best ones, right? From Alva Bailey did a quarterback horde last year in a 12 team dynasty. A guy traded me Brees Hall for a car. Like, That's why you do it, baby. That's why you do it. And I've had these you trades all over the place, right? Like we've had them on the trade show. I've done them. They're not always when you want them. Like, and they just pop up at random times, but you know, I've traded Daniel Jones when he's at his like lowest. You know, people hated Daniel Jones for Kyle mm -hmm. Pitts in a two tight end league, straight up. Right? And like, this is the price, man. What do you want? I want Kyle Pitts. Oh, shit, I need you know? a quarterback. Go ahead. There it is. <laughs> this is what happens. We get so. silly when it comes to quarterbacks, especially if you're sniffing the playoffs or sniffing at championship aspirations. You can you can get a little nutty when it's time, when it comes to to paying up for a quarterback. Right. How about this one from Dynasty Dumpster Fire? What a name. <laughs> I already Fantastic. have Lamar, T-Lon, Watson at quarterback. So he's got what Adam and I were talking about on the the, uh, the QB Horde episode. He's got that mini QB Horde, but mm -hmm. it's a QB Horde with elite quarterback assets, right? Where you right. put the pressure on the league because you got three of the top 12 or three of the top 10. Or, you know, in this case, for me, this is three of the top nine quarterbacks at worst. So he's got, mm -hmm. a, he's got a third of them already on it. Would you send Purdy and Lance in a 24 second and a fourth? The fourth is kind of irrelevant, but for the 23, 110, 201, 24 third, and Jimmy G. So Purdy, Lance, and a second. 
I'm going to say no. I would much rather take this deal apart and sell off these individual pieces because the 110 isn't really like it's a valuable asset. But what are we talking about here? You know, with the 110, we're not, you've missed the Addison train with the hype behind Quentin Johnson. You're probably missing that train. You're looking at, you know, Zay Flowers, Kendra Miller, Roshan. I don't know if that's the oomph that I'm looking for. And one of Purdy Lance will have a price bump from now until August. So I don't think I like trading both of them and a 24 second to get the 110 201 this year. Jimmy G is kind of a he's great to have in, in you know your best ball superflex. But you don't need him when you got these three. So I don't think I'm doing this trade. Uh Lance hasn't been on a good trajectory. Um, and I'm kind of oh. taking my lumps, but I'd rather just keep him on my roster at this point, right? Absolutely. And yeah. you never and, know what could happen. Yeah. A trade, who knows? Right. And you got the other one, uh, you know, the name, he who shall not be named, who has the possibility of being the starting quarterback. So, yeah, I'm good, man. Uh, I got to trade my 24 second along with it. No, I'm just going to hold this. This isn't enticing enough for me to give up these quarterbacks or the possibility of what they can come. You're just not getting enough back for me. I'd pass. Yeah. It's a 12 team super flex start nine. If it's start nine, two as well. Like the quarterback is one of the things. Even the the junkier quarterbacks carry value because you mm-hmm. you definitely want to plug a quarterback every time you can into a super flex, regardless. For sure. And what you're going to get back in the one ten and two hundred one, whether that's Zay Flowers, whether that's you know Kendra, A Chain, Charbonnet, whoever. In a start nine man, how often are you going to put them in your lineup, especially early? <laughs> like very, very right, rare. right, right. And the best pick there long term might be Will Levis still, and you're not going to be getting anything from him maybe all year. Yeah, yeah I'm good on that. I'd pass on that one for me. Uh, how about this one? Dynasty FF 12 teams, Superflex PPR start nine, Saquon or Addison James Cook in a third. So, do you want quads or do you want Addison James Cook in a third and a start nine, Maddie? I love Jordan Addison, love Jordan Addison, but I don't think this is enough for Saquon because I don't believe that Cook will ever truly see that type of ceiling that we can consistently rely upon. Uh, you know, Damian Harris is there now, so they got their new maybe upgrade in the Devin Singletary role. I saw somebody tweet this. I can't remember who it was. I wish I remember to give him some credit. They labeled James Cook as this era's Duke Johnson, and I can see it, man. I could see it. Man, I like James Cook. Uh, I've kind of come I around. Like, on I Jordan like Duke Addison. Johnson too, though. That's the thing. I like <laughs> I Duke know, Johnson. I know. There's been so many of these guys, hasn't there? Been like, I like this guy, and they never do anything. Um, CJ Procise couldn't stay healthy. That guy had, you know, chance to be Himothy.com. He didn't. Because it's a start yeah. nine and it's a lineup league, I'm going to roll with quads. Uh, I'm going to plug him in every single week and not even think twice about it as long as he's, uh, you know, playing football so (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. roll out i'm gonna roll out quads here if this was a best ball league maddie i think i'd be more intrigued um not that james cook is going to come anywhere close to what saquon would score but the combination of james cook and addison and third round in a best ball league like the picks you take there you might get one or two spike weeks out of those guys or you might get a handful of consistency weeks even though their dynasty value ain't that great I think the package might actually equal or surpass Saquon on a weekly basis in best ball. So I think a best ball would be more intrigued. Lineup, hell no. <laughs> Give me quads. I think Ooh. I'm smashing except if it's best ball, honestly. Because Ooh. what I mean, if best ball was more prominent when Duke Johnson around, I don't think he would have been as he wouldn't have you know caused as much pain because you wouldn't the worst thing about it was those spike weeks were on your bench. Best ball, that ain't gonna happen. So best ball, I think I'm taking the package. I'll take it. 
I'll take it. Uh, yeah, we got people out here. Mike, Mike, and Richie still with that Lance Hopium. All right, not so much Ragey. Ray, I'm not gonna let you throw Thank shots you. at my man Ragey. Ray is just playing nice when he's on the pod. Like he's he's a man of the people. He understands I'm going through some things. I'm hurting, so he wasn't gonna just you know drive the dagger in because uh, every time every time we're in that Discord Destination Debbie, it's always some Lance propaganda that he's posting in there. So he yeah. does it there. On the podcast, he's he's more nice. He knows I'm I'm fragile. Is there a shit dynasty league? If so, how do I get in? Uh, yes. How many of these do we have? Uh, a ton. <laughs> a ton. <laughs> I'm in two of them with you. Right. right. I'm in There's shit worldwide in the expo. The best way to get in, Alvin, uh, join the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash South Harbor. Dollar gets you in the door. Get you access to the league chats. We're always firing them up. Uh, apparently from some of the patrons, I don't fire leagues up fast enough because they're like making ones without me, <laughs> which is, I feel, I feel ashamed. I feel you ashamed. created a monster, Mike. I know, I know. Uh, but yes, if you do it, uh, somebody asked to like, can we do one, one patron league where we draft after the NFL draft? And I said, never, <laughs> it's never going to happen ever again. No, yeah, baby. <laughs> we have a few outfit usually the posted league show. Yes. A few. <laughs> How about this one? 10 team, start 10, super flex, traded Justin Fields, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Mayer, 26th third for Mahomes, Hawkinson, 24 second, early second, and a 26 first. All right. So Fields, Lamb, Mayer, and a third, or you want Mahomes, Hawk, two seconds, and a 26 first. I think this is a pretty good trade getting Mahomes. When you get Mahomes, you're putting yourself in a winning situation every pretty much every single time. But see, this is this is why QB hoarding works, right? Because Fields and Lamb in most leagues that I've played in throughout my life would be laughed at for Mahomes. You make CD about adding CD to a top five to eight quarterback right. to go up to quarterback two or three. But in a super flex, when you're starting ten and you got ten teams, so you're looking for the stud of studs. Mahomes is stud of studs, and you're also getting Hawk here. So when I'm looking at this trade, I see Justin Fields and Lamb for Mahomes, maybe throwing the picks here to balance. Mayor Hawk throwing the picks to balance. I'm going to take the Mahomes-Hawk side because I also am a big TJ Hawkinson fan going into 2023. But, man, it would pain me to trade my my boy C.D. Lamb. I know. I'm out here defending him, too. I'm out here defending C.D. Lamb, it feels like, from the horde. But I love Fields. I love Lamb. But Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, man. And it wasn't like you didn't you only got Patrick Mahomes. It wasn't like you traded right. Fields and Lamb and Mayer. He just got Mahomes back. You got Hawkinson. Listen, I'm an Iowa guy. He's on the fucking poster back here for Christ's <laughs> sake. Said that 38, right? Those of you who don't know, he went to Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. And he, he wore 30. Like what a gangster number to wear for a tight end. But we, we went to Iowa, so I'm a big Hawkinson fan. Now I think he's a little bit overvalued in Dynasty. People a little bit over their skis, but you got a pretty good tight end back, uh, one that you're going to start in most leagues, uh, and a couple picks, and the 26 first, even though it's feels like 57 years down the road. If this league will be around then, at some point you might be like, how the hell did I get this first? Holy shit, I got this first. I got the 103 and Patrick Mahomes in a deal way back in 2023. I'm a legend. I'm, I'm really about to p- partner up Arch Manning with Pat Mahomes. <laughs> right. Who am I? The GOAT? Right. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. I'll take the Mahomes side here. 10-team, I did just 10-team, 12-team lineup, you know. Doesn't really matter. Best ball league. Matter. I want Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Give me Patty. 
All right, damn it. I'll, I'll answer this, James. You know I hate it already, though. 18 league. I know. He put the he, he put I know. All right, so that's why I clicked it. Start 12 single quarterback. Son of a bitch. 18. So this is so this is a member from the show The League, right? When where wasn't the show The League an 18 league with one QV? Oh my god. Uh, single quarterback. Is this Steve Renazizi? Steve, is that you? Steve Renazizi? R- Rafi? <laughs> is this Rafi? <laughs> Gino and Joku, Ramondre Stevenson, 24 first and 25 first, probably mid contender, or Lamar Andrews and Dobbins. So Gino and Joku, Ramondre, a 24 and a 25 first, or Lamar Andrews and Dobbins. 18, start 12, single QB. Where are you at? The only thing I would like to know is if. Gino was his one QB or if Gino was his QB two and this upgrade for, for Lamar isn't as significant as Gino to Lamar in one QB. That'd be the only thing I'd want to know, but let's just say it's not, let's say Gino was the guy he used all last year and his other quarterback is, you know, Kyle, P- Kenny Pickett, something in that range where we're not talking about uh, a bona fide starter. I think I like the Lamar side. I think I'm okay with trading the extra firsts. Ramondre, uh, I am a little bit more pessimistic on the Ramondre 2023 outcome than a lot of people are, so maybe there's that bias. Uh, but I think that this is a massive upgrade at tight end. You get that stack, one of the best stacks, and at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson probably still has the highest ceiling of all quarterbacks in fantasy football. His 28-point-a-game season was the best QB season we've seen, I think, in the last 15 years or so, 10 years. Lamar still has that in him, and if he can be healthy and he can reach that level, we're talking about a true difference maker here. The 25 first pains me, but at the end of the day, you have time to go recoup some of those picks if need be. I like the side getting the three studs because, again, I also – oh, I'm just realizing now they're all Baltimore Ravens too. Right, so, <laughs> getting the whole Baltimore I'm team. just realizing, James, they're all Baltimore Ravens. But, uh, you know, Todd Munkin's in town, and – I'm choosing, and this is just me, so if you don't want to choose this, this might flip a few, but I'm choosing mm. to believe that Todd Munkin is going to turn this into a higher-paced, more modern-day offense. And with these assets, with these skill players on that offense, I mean, we could look at massive seasons for the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> I'm just happy for the people at home who got the bingo card out and were like, listen, Adam's not here. We're probably not getting a Todd Munkin reference on this AMA. <laughs> and Maddie comes in with the heat, drops Salute. it. I love it. The only issue, let me just talk this through, right? It's an 18 league. Where do we kind of project Lamar? Like for most people, he's QB six, seven, eight. Like he's mm-hmm. in that range. You are literally, if you think about it, you're starting the worst starting quarterback in an 18 league because there's all the other seven, hypothetically. That's a good on point. other people's teams, right? Like yeah, you're, that is a good point. You're already behind the eight ball, and that's what you're paying up for. Like you're paying up for the end of the tier, essentially. And if I'm doing that, I'm I'm kind of okay, man. Ramondre Dobbins. I prefer Ramondre, but the Dobbins thing, like I get, I understand. Now mm-hmm. I got to give a couple picks in there. Going from Njoku to Andrews is a big deal. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know. Sadly, I'm like, I'm okay with the Gino and Joku Ramondre and the pick side. Like I'm okay keeping my picks. Now, if these are like somebody else's picks and I know they're going to be the 108, fine. Like I'll send them away, but if they're mine, I'd rather keep that flexibility, and I'd rather explore like different options. If if upgrading my quarterback, like to get into that that one, is like the big thing, I think you can do better, and you don't have to give up the the rhino to do it. Like maybe it's 
maybe it's not Geno, but whoever the hell your QB one is. I hope it isn't Geno. But if you got a decent enough QB one, maybe right. it's that and those two first to get you up there to to the quarterback that you really want. That's a difference maker, and you still hold on to Ramondre. Yeah, that's all in one QB. That's an option. You don't have to have a blockbuster go down and get a quarterback in one QB. No, you can kind of if you want to tear up and tear up, tear up till you get to that Lamar level in an eight teamer. You could you can go that route. You don't always have to swing for the fences. Right, right. All right, we got a super chat here from Fizzle, the man, up, the Fizzle? man who starts to show off. Shout out, Mike, always showing love and apparently becoming Kiwi Horde enemy number one in these <laughs> dynasty streets. <laughs> Maddie, glad yeah. you could make it tonight. It's the South Harvard podcast. Glad you here today. Appreciate you, Fizzle, man. You're a real one. And it, I, Maddie, I told you, you got to check out his no, album tomorrow. I, I told the listeners go check out his album. It is fire. It is fire. <laughs> Look at me. I'm 36 years old. I got kids. <laughs> I'm bearded, going gray. I'm out here using terms like fire. Maybe next time I say mid, just slap the shit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, fellow kids. This podcast is lit. (laughs) Oh, no. Yes to the hot club. Now for the true Koopa test. What do you think about Gino? Maddie? Maddie, he's asking you because he already knows what I feel about Gino. We just had the the Gino in a trade. But Gino Smith, Koopa wants to know. He is what we think he is. He's a solid quarterback in the 15 to 20 range. If you want to condense it, probably that 17, 18 range. He's got tremendous weapons. He could get you out of a pickle in one QB and definitely in super flex, having him be that kind of uh, QB three that can truly kind of elevate the potential of your roster, the league that we're in, the Expo League. Uh, the reason why we didn't end up making that Derek Carr trade was because I stumbled upon Geno Smith right. kind of, right cured that ill without me needing to pay for it uh so that's kind of what he is for me he's you're not going to win a championship on the back of geno smith but he's definitely valuable in a contending team for this season given those weapons are just boncos man the seattle offense if pete carroll can just put this pedal to the metal you know what i mean and not play football like it's 1947 yes i mean we could see a lot of fireworks from that offense no doubt yeah, stop being a team establish it, right? <laughs> Don't be yeah, team establish it. Yeah, it's time to establish being... points. Let's establish scoring points. Which, which actually last year, if you look at some of it, they threw the ball at an above average clip. Like, yeah. So they were actually pretty good. He's learning. I'm... No, Pete Carroll's a good coach. So we're. Right. I think we should take what he's doing as you know. It's easy to make fun. It's easy to poke fun at him. But at the same time, we did see them take uh, strides in the right level. Kind of just using Geno Smith a little bit more, but still just only middle of the pack right. in terms of team pass plays per game. But come on, you don't use a pick on JSN. At 20 overall without <laughs> looking that, to elevate again. Let me just talk. Like, isn't it weird? Because I've heard this argument, right, with the, the Zach Charbonnet thing. Like, oh, they took Charbonnet. They want to get back to team establishment. Why we completely ignore the fact that in the first round, they used <laughs> yeah. a pick on a fucking yeah. wide receiver. Like, it's yeah. just counterintuitive. So yeah. I thought that was very strange. Drew Sorensen music. I got offered Amon Ra for my Devontae Smith straight up. Half PPR league. Decided to stay with Smith for the rest. All right, so what do you got? You got Smitty or you got Amon Ra, Matty? Feet to the floor. I love Smitty, but I got Amon Ra. Oh, I just think Amon Ra's that dude. Amon Ra's even in half-point PPR. I mean, what we were worried about volume. Jamison Williams is going to be gone for the first six weeks of the season. TJ Hawkinson is gone. Sam Laporta's there. We like Laporta, but how much volume can a rookie tight end truly take away from an absolute alpha like Amon Ra? I, I'm, I'm sticking with alpha. I would rather have Amon Ra. I'm with you. I'm with you. Amon Ra for me, and I'm an Eagles fan. Uh all right, so dividend growth investor. <laughs> it's so funny that we were talking about the rich lawyer 
we got two in it. So, so. We, got a, we got an investor in the house, so baby. We're Don't expanding here at South Harmon. Uh, no you subpoenaed, Mike? Could you get subpoenaed for QB hoarding? Maybe. Can he subpoena your ass? Can is you it, do that? Does he have jurisdiction from Florida, wherever he is, to Iowa? Well, I know it's not libel or slander when it's true. <laughs> so that's all I got going for <laughs> yeah, me. So, yeah. so dividend growth investor, he's got no QB3 in a 12-team Superflex League. Should he give up his 25 first for Russell Wilson? All right, this is you, Maddie. If you don't have a QB3 and you're competing this year, are you giving up your 25 first for Russ? Yeah, because I do believe in Russ. I think Russ takes a, a step forward. I think he is a a good a quarterback in uh I didn't specify it's a lineup or not, but in lineup league, it's a little less enticing, but in best ball for sure I'm doing this because I do believe in Russ. But I think either way, I'm gonna take the trade, especially if you're trying to win. If you you I mean you're not looking to upgrade your QB three if you're not looking to win right now. I think it's completely fine. Lineup or best ball. Best ball definitely a smash. Um lineup league. The only thing I would say, the only caveat, like just to give you the full context of it, if I'm sitting there and I already have two top eight options in the lineup league, Maddie, if I already have Herbert and Burrow, let's just say I got right, those two right. studs rolling out. I'm less inclined to like really spend up for my QB three spot. And I'm probably more looking like, hey, what's it cost to get Ryan Tannehill? What's it cost to get, you know, uh Brock Purdy. <laughs> What's it cost to get, you know, like Baker Mayfield and like mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask or something along those lines? What does it cost to get one of these turds? Because I imagine for most people, it's a second, might be a couple thirds, might be something in that ballpark. And I get to keep my first. I don't have to pay for it. And I'm just going to roll out the two elite studs by weeks. I'm going to plug in one of these turds. Or heaven forbid, there's an injury that happens. I'm going to hopefully be able to use one of the injured quarterback studs that i have plus my future first to go get another stud from somebody else who's like oh yeah i'm not competing i'll go ahead and trade you uh you know let's just say hypothetically knock on what joe burrow were to get hurt like week 10 trade deadline hasn't come up yet i go to the guy who's got jalen hurts who's smashing and like listen i'll give you my 25 first and joe burrow you're not using jalen hurts like can we make a deal Mm -hmm. here and and most of the times because i've been that guy on the other side who's got a quarterback like that who's playing not doing me any good. I'm not going to win this year. Somebody comes to me with an equal quarterback who's hurt, and I'm like, "Well, the tax is your future first. <laughs> like, you got to make a pay tax." Up. But yes, that's a, right. it's an absolutely viable strategy. Great point you bring up because I think that is a very strong line in the sand to follow. Is if you're if you're if you have two smash quarterbacks paying up for that QB three that may only get in the lineup once for buys, it's probably not worth doing. Go the cheaper route for sure. Oh, Redwoods man of a heart right here. Bring back the league, please. Bring the please. league's fantastic. I watch I, I watch it all the time still. It's so funny. Ah, <laughs> oh, Nate Lesson here. It looks like we have Shout a better match Nate. going on in here. <laughs> like hey, don't, like my don't, dad, don't act like you wouldn't want to be in the middle of this sandwich, baby. I feel like my dad has some explaining to do. Like I, I feel <laughs> like I have to ask him some hard questions about when he was in Boston. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the Boston yeah. area. <laughs> so, all right. Trip crowd says Lamar's not QE six next year. So he's getting hot. He's getting hot. What if he's QB five? You'd rather have Lamar than Burrow in this league, probably. Or maybe. Yeah. I don't know, depend on scoring. This is what's great about South FF.com plug type warp tool. You can plug <laughs> in your league and you can find out exactly who you'd rather yep. have. <laughs> Look yeah, at check that. it out. South FF.com. Great website. You guys, I mean, holy fuck, you guys got a good website on your hands. 
as a 39 year old man, 40 in two days. Well, early happy birthday to you. Yeah, to prove I'm hip, that Fizzle album does it slap? It's impossible. <laughs> I think those are good things. I, I slap. Yes, I don't know. Slap what is good. Busting is also good. Okay. All right. Thanks, Maddie. I, this is why I had you on for the hard hitting mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. Amon Ra by yeah yeah I'm with you. I like the Amon Ra part. Here. That is a All large right. number. Twelve team Superflex best ball Tua and a third or two twenty four first. One early to mid, one late. All right, where are you at? You selling Tua, Tua and a third for two twenty four first. One of them has a possibility of being early. The, I'm get, I, I'm assuming in this situation, he's pretty covered at quarterback because I just don't see a team trading a quarterback in, in Superflex best ball unless you feel solid at that or you don't feel like you're gonna win. And if you don't feel like you're gonna win, take these two first for sure. But I like Tua. I don't think I'm selling Tua if I believe I'm going to use Tua in this format. Uh, so if he's my bona fide QB2, I'm sticking with the Tua right now because I, I, why are you trying to give up? You know, you know, it's only July. I think if you're one of those people, like I'm, I'm notably so I hand to God, I'm much higher on Tua, you know, the uh, mm-hmm. insider cruise information that I dropped here a couple months ago. I'm, I'm notably higher on Tua than a lot yeah. of people. Um, and I think rightfully so. The concussions are worrying, no doubt. Like th- this is a guy also who who we are worried about, you know, one more hit could be the end. Yeah. But doesn't it also feel like we've said that about Brandon Cooks for the last 17 years? <laughs> like this is a four guy teams who also, later. Yeah. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. Four teams four teams later, you know, endless thousand yard seasons later. Um I'm I'm really comfortable with two. I really am. When he played last year and he wasn't concussed, so the Green Bay game, second half, he was phenomenal. He was absolutely electric. Uh, two firsts for him. I think if, you, if you're if you scared of Tua and you just want to say, hey, I'm just cutting ties, I want to get out, want to de-risk myself, it's probably the right process play. For me, it's, it's really hard for me to do. So I'm going to try to put my fandom aside and how I think about it. I would say yes. You want to gamble on the early to mid. If you're competing, though, like you got to find a way to try to replace that two of production, which is hard. But if you're one of those middle of the road teams in best ball or you're on the rebuild side, take your two first, move on with your life. Uh, you know, and if something bad happens to him, you'd be like, good. If he does hit and he smashes, how much higher does he really go than two first, though, Maddie? Like, it's going to be no, hard. this is probably going to be peak at, at that value. And like, this yeah. early, this early to mid label. Is just that it's a label. It could be too early's. If could even be. if this late team has at catastrophic injuries, what have you, you know, getting the two first does make sense. And like you were saying earlier about the, you know the one of these previous trades, if he's looking at two top ten quarterbacks and two is his third, I mean this is a smash. I like it. I like it. All right, so X X to the next GS, <laughs> the one who's given us all the uh, the hip Most terms. Of- He's got a question. So he's got Lamar, T. Law, Mahomes, 12-team Superflex, start eight. So this is shallow as shit for a Mm 12-team. He's got the 102, 104, 105. Might be looking at a rich Bryson Stroud. Should I move the 102 and 104 for 101? All right, Maddie. So he's got a QB horde going on. He's got three studs. And he has the possibility of adding all three quarterbacks in this year's rookie class. Should he move them or should he just draft them? X. If you draft a quarterback here, you may get subpoenaed from a lawyer in Florida for excess QB hoarding. So if you want to stay out of jail, I recommend making the trade for the one line. But all jokes aside, 
star eight, you have these quarterbacks. Hell yes, I'm taking these two and moving up to get Bijan. Bijan is the luxury of you know a team that's looking to win now. Running backs are so unpredictable. If you can get him for that rookie campaign, you can maximize that value. So yes, I will trade the 102 and the 104, even though it's to move up one spot. Yeah, I'm I think it's completely fair. I mean, it sounds like a lot to pay for Bijan. It does, but it's let's think about it. It's a dynasty RB1. Right now, we haven't even seen him play a game. Mm-hmm. That's how high we, highly we think of him. In an offense that runs the ball a shit ton with Arthur Smith. Quarterback yep. situation, not so good. Probably going to need to run the football. Um, yep. And it's a start eight where positional advantage at running back is probably going to be pretty huge based yeah. on what other people are going to have to roll out. You already have quarterbacks. Now, the sinister part of me, the the, uh, the viral part of me goes fuck this league man i'm taking all these quarterbacks like i will i will <laughs> offer it but if they try to milk me for anything more than the 102 and 104 piss off i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna take a rich and i'm gonna take bryce and i'm gonna take stroud and now i have six quarterbacks in the top 15 in most people's dynasty ranks come at me <laughs> come at me. yeah any yeah. of them are for trade at any point but le- let me tell you the price is gonna be a lot Okay, the price is going to be a lot. You should have taken a rich at 101 and left me Bijan at 102 because trading for him now is going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> I, uh, we did a show a year ago, it might have been back in the Cuban Jones days. Shout out Chris Jones. And I said that the 50 and the 4D chess name was diabolical. And we just saw that come back out. The <laughs> diabolical came out. I, in my, dia- my, my cynical mind, my sick mind went to this. How good are you at convincing others? Can you convince the 101 that A. Rich is right. the no-doubt pick? If you can do that, then you might as well stay at the 102 and get Bijan. Right. You be like, you should just put out those stupid feelers, you know, when somebody goes like, hey, who are you thinking about drafting at the 101, right? Yeah. You should just be like, listen, I, I'm just curious. You know, I pick 102. Um, just wondering if you were interested, if you're taking A. Rich or not. Like, do I... I really like them. I'm a big Florida Gators fan. Or like, I'd probably yeah. change my sleeper logo to like the Florida Gators or like you Anthony Richardson. The, right? He's improving. He's, he's evolving. Gardner Mitchell is the greatest quarterback ever. Doing stupid shit like that just to see if you could get that one subliminal thing to go through. <laughs> it's like, God, look at this dumbass. <laughs> All right. Cooper said I'm flying through these comments. Need to get more good questions in. All right. Fields in the 101 or Josh Allen. Oh, here you Fields, go. Fields in the 101. I'm with you. Okay, I like Fields I like Josh Allen a lot, but Bijan and Fields. Yeah. And if you're QB needy, Amy Rich. Rich and Fields. And Rich, yeah. 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. I'll go ahead and, uh, yeah. Fields in the 101 acquired, not earned, or Josh Allen. Six-point passing touchdown still doesn't change it for me. Uh-huh. No, it doesn't. No, because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that given Josh – I mean, let's talk about Justin Fields, though. Coming into co- coming out of college, he wasn't this rushing guy that had no arm. He threw the ball. He was accurate in the OSU prototypical, you know, passing game. I'm expecting to see more passing stats, better passing stats with the acquisition of DJ Moore. Please. You know, year two of this offense. I'm thinking I I I believe that there'll be more touchdowns pat or touchdown passes from Justin Fields. So the six point passing touchdown doesn't sway it much for me. I love I love advanced analytics and I let's just, let me be completely honest. There's a lot more smart people out there doing advanced analytics than me. I'm, I'm pretty dumb, but a lot of my fantasy analysis just goes with a lot of common sense stuff too. Right. 
Uh, I look at Justin Fields last year, and we had this discussion, Adam and I did. You know, when your top receiver weapon is Byron Pringle, <laughs> not very good. Do you really want to throw the ball a whole lot? <laughs> DJ Moore, a guy who's had perennial shitty quarterbacks who and produced with perennial shitty quarterbacks, gets the mm-hmm. best quarterback of his career, barring his rookie year with prime cam, in Justin Fields. Justin Fields, we saw in college, can throw the football. Two good wide receivers. Ohio State produces them left and right. Last year, Byron Pringle was the best one he had. Now he gets DJ Moore. Offensive line was a big issue. What they do in the draft of address offensive line as well as yep. you know bring DJ Moore in with that trade. I just go. I, I put the puzzle pieces together and I go. It won't be like last year. <laughs> it won't right. be like last year. Right. If it is like last year, I completely suck at this and I don't know anything, <laughs> right? So, okay, I'm fair, but that's how I look at it with Justin Fields. That's why I rank him high. People just want to look off and go, well, they threw the ball the least amount of times. And I say, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Cole Komet was your top-earning target getter. And right. uh, he's, kind of a, target. he's kind of a, a mid-tight end. <laughs> how about that? Did I use that correctly? He's he's mid, he's mid, dude. He's hella mid, bro. He's so mid, bro. <laughs> he's so, bro, so mid, bro. so mid, bro. Uh, I'll do a segue about tight ends. Here's what non-tight end premium. If you have a stud pits as your starting tight end, but have a very solid backup like Njoku, do you deal Njoku, or is it worth more for me just to keep him just in case? All right, so you non-tight end premium league. You got a stud in pits. Are you dealing Njoku as your backup, or are you keeping him? I'm keeping him because Pitts it we he, he we need insurance for Kyle Pitts. If you want to win, if you're looking to win this year, you need insurance for Kyle Pitts. If you're looking for more uh you know productive rebuild, you know kind of productive struggle type team where 2024 is your attack window, then I would do so. But if you're looking for 2023 to get them dubs, I think you keep him around because then if Pitts doesn't fire in this offense that's giving Bijan too many touches in 2023 for this era of football, now you do have Ninjoku to fall back on because, uh, you know, and Adam knows this. He's living in the Cleveland area. I'm sure he's getting all of that wafting of all of the beat reporters and in, in the local news about the Browns. They're obviously looking to chuck that rock this year, bringing in Elijah Moore, drafting Cedric Tillman. They didn't bring in another running back. They're saying, hey, we'll, we'll use Chubb in the passing game. We're just going to start letting the $200 million quarterback throw the ball. Ninjoku is going to be a benefactor of that, no doubt about it. So I would definitely keep him around if you're looking to win this year. I like I like Ninjoku a lot. And this is another thing, shout out to the Warp Tool that you're going to find. And one of the big things when I've been looking at it, Maddie, is most of my leagues, once you get past, you know, tight end four, um, you know, even, even starts a little bit earlier, a lot of the tight ends are just kind of the same shit from there to the end. So... Mm-hmm. If I've got a guy like Njoku and I can find any one person who values him, maybe it's the guy who's got Deshaun Watson, uh, maybe not, but maybe there's a big Njoku fan in in my league or somebody who's been talking him up. I'm just going to try to find a similar tight end that maybe they rank lower than him. You know, if I think it's uh, Jawan Johnson or, you know, like Mr. Mid Cole Komet, I don't really need Njoku. So let me get your tight end that you don't like as much, who's going to score warp wise, same kind of advantage for me and get any kind of a plus on top. And that's how I'm just going to keep stacking assets on my roster because even that third that you get on top, maybe that helps me buy a running back in season when I need a spot start or I need to throw in that third in another upgrade package to like get a better wide receiver that I feel comfortable about. Like I really like Njoku and Adam and I talked him up, but 
the more and more I look at the warp tool for all my leagues, I'm going like, he just kind of falls into that range of tight ends. I don't really give a shit about, right? It's, it's pretty much Travis Kelsey <laughs> and then everybody else. <laughs> like, that's how it's become. Yeah. If you can get a tight end that you feel comfortable with, my only fear with trading him away for assets is that you then use those assets to get the tight end that you've, you already had on your roster. Right. If Njoku does pop a little bit, but I mean, if you're telling me you can get commit or uh, this is might be a move. If you are, if, if Njoku's bull, burning that hole in your pocket, a Gerald Everett, a Gerald Everett who had there a sneaky go. good season last year, but you can get a pretty decent second piece because I don't think Gerald Everett's being valued really at all right no. now. No. Uh, so something like that, I would definitely at least, you know, kick the tires on. Yeah, I feel so bad about Gerald Everett, too, because I kind of like him, and it feels like he's just got lost in the shuffle. And even I, when I do my ranks, I pulled it up, and I'm like, how the, what the hell was I on when I put Gerald Everett at 23? You know, like. Yeah, tight end like, 11 on a points-per-game basis last year, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like the guy with Justin you know? Herbert, whose offensive coordinator just made Dalton Schultz a thing for a couple years. I'm going, <laughs> yeah, I'll put him at 23rd. I was definitely on the vodka that night. So my bad. My bad to the patrons who, who pay for the ranks because I, I fucked that one up for sure. How about Joey Cheese Sticks? Advice, no quarterback approach kind of hurts. Just tuning in. Cheers, gents. Thanks, Joey. That was great advice. <laughs> you shouldn't you, do the You no cannot game. run the Wildcat in, in fantasy football. Right. Johnny, great show, boys. You're doing fantastic. Bravo. Keep it up. Finish strong. Thanks, Johnny. We're Shout going. Shout out, Johnny. We're going. I didn't know quarterback hoarding was a federal crime. Neither did I. Uh, if you're a quarterback hoarding lawyer out there, uh, right, you're able to defend it. Hit me up. My DMs are open. Interesting thing I found in the warp tool. Um, it's a normal 12-team Superflex half PPR league. A normal half PPR actually does not favor running backs. It's just even between running backs and wide receivers. Yeah, uh, kind of switch back and forth between the two. In a in a PPR league, Maddie, uh, just for demonstration, like the the graph for the wide receivers would generally be above the running backs the whole way down. Mm-hmm. So one for one, they're usually wide receiver fifteen is more valuable than running back fifteen. Yep. Nothing we actually yet. had this conversation uh, in the executive right. chat. We were you, right. you're giving me right. a, a nice lesson. That was exactly I, what you talked about. Yeah. Same kind of thing, but in half PPR, it switches where they're more even. Right. They're they're more dead center. So if you think yep. a wide receiver is going to be finishing that wide receiver 24 range i'm here to tell you rb 24 is just as valuable now the crazy thing is though the difference between like rb 24 and wide receiver 24 and how we look at them we look at wide receiver 24 and we go i like that guy he's got some things going for him that's mm-hmm. brandon Ayuk. you know that's kind of like yeah i like yeah. him you know he's got some things going for him yeah. we look What's at rb 24 and we go oh this dude's fucking dead <laughs> like, this, guy, <laughs> this guy's junk he's is trash. he dust so in a in a PPR league, you're more than right to say, yes, I'll take the wide receiver 24 over them. If you're competing, though, for me, when I look at it, I go, just give me the running back in that range, right? Because he's cheaper. Uh, usually mm-hmm. I can get a plus on top of it. People are more safe about the wide receiver. For long-term dynasty value, yeah, it's probably the better choice to take the wide receiver. But for right now to compete, give me the guy who's RB24. Because we've also seen those guys also pop up and – Score an extra couple touchdowns, and all of a sudden they're RB12. <laughs> now you're at yeah. a massive difference. So, yeah, that was an interesting trip. I see that on the Warp Tool. Me and Maddie talking about it in the uh, the yes, executives' sir. Discord. Let's go. Yes, all sir. Right. Dynasty FF, how does your startup strategy change in a 12-team versus 10-team super flex lineup? Start 10, no tight end preview. Okay. I'll let you answer this, Maddie, because my answer is pretty simple. <laughs> I don't know if it really changes much, except I am just that much more aggressive at quarterback. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. 12 team, more aggressive on quarterback. 10 team, don't really give a shit as much. Yeah. How's my strategy changed personally? I don't play in 10 teams. <laughs> so that's the, the <laughs> shitty answer, right? Somebody's like, you want to join my 10 team league? I say, no, thank you. Yeah, two more people. <laughs> you get find two more friends and then hit me. Call Kiboom. He will do it. <laughs> He's trying to QB horde. Call Kiboom. He wants to QB horde. The trip crown. Uh, exactly what he said, but for 14 team, he just joined a 14 team super flex, start 11 best ball. So, all right. For 14 team, I'll answer this one. Quarterback, even more important. We just keep mm-hmm. riding up this scale. You're going to see in a lot of 14 team startup leagues or auction leagues, however your startup is determined, the quarterbacks go for crazy. So yeah. 14 team, it's not absurd to see like the first 10 picks, first 11 picks be all quarterbacks before anybody even considers studs like Jefferson, Bijan, Chase, you know, insert whoever. Mm-hmm. 14 team. You need those quarterbacks and best ball super flex. Yes, definitely want those quarterbacks. So quarterbacks are, are extremely valuable. If you get the choice of where to pick in the draft and you don't pick the one on one, that's the option. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. Got, yes. Because if not, you're going to get a steaming pile of Daniel Jones, Kirk cousins in round one or two. Yeah, and you're going to have to like it. Yeah. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> Fizzle says preach, Maddie fields to the moon. So let's Fizzle, go fizzles the field. That's why Fizzle, I'm, I'm checking out that album tomorrow too, baby. I will, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys know how good it is because I'm definitely gonna, I'm gonna peep it out tomorrow. All right, let me scroll I don't know through. If I use because... that right. See, I think I went too far with the youth lingo. Peep it out. Is that a thing? I don't even peep it out. All right. So Shane Joe just made it. Edward <laughs> said, "Just in time." Smash that like button. Yeah, if you could hit that like button, we appreciate you. Yeah. You don't have to. Oh. No one's holding your feet to the fire. I won't flame you on Twitter. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, get your ass fire. I'm sorry. Uh, true. Definitely a harder to acquire. Yes. Wide yeah. receiver 24 than RB24. Um, <laughs> you missed some some good jokes, Shane. I apologize. <laughs> First 10 minutes for gold. How about Fizzle here? Ayuk or Kirk? Ayuk can become the number one and really can leave next year helping Kirk. Kind of stuck on who has the better long-term value. All right, Maddie. Do you like Ayuk or Christian Kirk? I mean, we're talking about that Spider-Man meme wholeheartedly. They are just do the same thing, pointing right at each other. It's like me and Mike on the show. He's in a Nate List mirror, the mirror episode. <laughs> this is the Nate List paradox. We're gonna call this, but I just have a preference to Kirk. I like to, I like the guy who has, you know, the thousand yard season now under his belt. He has that one year uh, of rapport with Trevor Lawrence. I do think he can support multiple pass catchers in a given season. So I don't think that you need to have you know, like completely fade Kirk because Ridley will be playing in Week One. Uh, I do like Kirk. I think I'm gonna take him over over Ayuk. This is tough, man. Because if I talk about just if I if I remove all dynasty value from the the conversation, like you're you're a thousand percent right. Kirk, Kirk and Ayuk, it's Spider Man, man. They're the same yeah. dude, basically. Um, I will say though, I probably prefer Ayuk because the community is starting to starting to approve of Brandon Ayuk even more, right? They, it's, uh, yeah. There's been a lot of positive that has come out about Brandon Ayuk, right? Uh, shout out to Matt Harmon and reception perception profile of Brandon Ayuk. That chart looks mm, chef's kiss. Brandon Ayuk is good at football, though we also found out Christian Kirk uh, confirmed good at football. So tiebreaker for me, Fizzle, I'm going Ayuk. I'm going Ayuk. We got two different ends of the spectrum here, but it's not like it's crazy. They're not that far off. I look at my no. ranks and it's like Brandon Ayuk at 20. 
uh, Christian Kirk at 31, and you go, holy shit, 11 spots. But let's just think about a lot of those guys that are in between. Basically the same dude. I'm comfortable with them all. I'm comfortable with all. It just matters where I get them at value. And if you feel that way, Fizzle, you do get the cheaper, I mean, not the cheaper, the younger run, the receiver in Ayuk. He's like about a year younger. So if they're kind of equal skill wise in your eyes, Fizzle, you know, the Ayuk route, just take the younger guy. Oh, here's the easy one. I just, like, go, go okay. acquire the one that's cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Go, go acquire the one you don't have to pay as much for. <laughs> Same thing. Same. Uh, small wrinkle on top of the 14 team best ball. It's start three running back. Now, I imagine in a start three running back, that'll change the warp. But you're still going to want quarterbacks. Quarterbacks rule the world, period. They do. Mm-hmm. That's Maybe. I mean, that's why that's what the movement started was because the fantasy football didn't reflect the importance of the actual importance of a quarterback. You know, it's the most valuable position in all of sports, and our fantasy games didn't reflect that value. That's what made Superflex so popular. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. Um, I. I think, man, who was it? Uh, Shane Hallam. Shane Hallam. So draftcountdown.com. And a guy that uh, we've had on this show, uh, Adam and I interviewed right before the draft. Good guy. But he also, he I remember him talking about it a couple years ago where like Superflex was our fix uh, for us not properly valuing quarterbacks. And it's still not perfect, right? There should be a better way to measure quarterback success or yeah, make yeah, quarterbacks yeah. more valuable in, in fantasy football leagues. But uh, for now, it's the best we got. And because it's the best we got, we play by the rules. And, uh, you know, not the unwritten rules. This ain't baseball where it's Bush League <laughs> to hoard quarterbacks. But 14-team <laughs> super flex, best ball league, you want all the quarterbacks you can get. Let's see if I got one more question to get out of here on. Uh, kind of scroll through here. How about this one? In a shallow super flex PPR league, eight teams start ten. Son of a bitch! How many eighteen team leagues? They're putting you to the. T- you are getting a crash course on eight team leagues tonight, my friend. I know, man. How aggressive do you get in trading for elite assets? So it's quarterbacks for Watson, T. Law, Bijan, Gibbs, Etn, wide receivers, JJ, London, DJ Moore, Addison, Deontay. So he offered Etn and Jamison for Amon Ross, St. Brown. So first part for me, I'll answer it, and then we'll get your thoughts on the trade, Maddie. You can answer it as well. How aggressive do you get in trading for elite assets? The smaller the lineups, the smaller the leagues, the more the studs matter. The absolute more the studs matter. You want those warp advantage guys everywhere you can get. Uh, so, Maddie, you have the same opinion about the elite assets. Do you get pretty aggressive for it? And what do you think about his deal, ETN and JMO for Amon Ra? You hit the nail right on the head, Mike. The shallower the league, the more important the studs are. More important is to get, you know, the Q, the QB five over the QB eight means that much more when it comes to the shallower leagues. In terms of this trade, give me the Amon Ross St. Brown with a bullet in this format. And if you can now have JJ, DJM, and Amon Ross St. Brown with Deontay, Addison, and, and Drake London lurking, hell yes, you smash this like button because. The more the closer we get to the season, I don't know how you feel about Mike. My, my, my gut is not as sure about ETN going into 2023. Man, I hope a patron of ours blitz ate in here. He's on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. But Addy, I'm with you. I was gonna I was gonna give the hot take about Travis ETN. It's probably one of the running backs where I rank him high because dynasty value, but I don't feel good about him at all. And there's a like I'm actively, actively trying to tear him down everywhere I can. And it's to the extent where, you know, I said, for me, I'm at the point where, think about his teammate, Tank Bigsby, Maddie. I will trade, actively trade in all my leagues 
Travis Etienne away to the guy who has Tank Bigsby for Tank Bigsby and his 24 first. No questions asked. I will take the shot on Tank Bigsby having a fairly significant role in Jacksonville, and I will take your first as collateral. <laughs> right? Like, I'm good with it. I know it seems to be hot takey, but I'm not going to give you a whole lot of pushback. I think that is a, I think the you would feel a little uneasy about that, making that move, but I probably on the side that I think that Tank Bigsby's better than what people give him credit for. Right. They're excited about him. I mean, Doug Peterson is hyping him up every chance he gets that he's going to have a role that they want to lighten the load for ETN, a load that, you know, <laughs> didn't consist of catching the ball even when he didn't have the light and load last year. Yeah, I think that's a, a fair move to make. And in this particular trade, you could be looking back on this a year from now as you gave me the wide receiver five for the running back 15 and a guy that never really fired because he can't stop gambling at the team practice. <laughs> he's got to play the DraftKings, man. Like he's got to get on there and, and put his parlays in. Not as bad as Calvin Ridley, right? Like a, what was that? An 18 team parlay? Whatever the <laughs> yeah, hell it was. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Those never hit. If they hit, I wouldn't be doing a podcast right now. I'd be on a beach in Bermuda. <laughs> I think I think what it was was Calvin Ridley placed a piece of the parlay that equaled one game for the NFL season. So every single part of his parlay cost him a game in the NFL last year. Oh, no. All right. What, what if I say I'll get you out of here on this then uh, with the Travis Etienne. This is how we're going to end the show. Uh, I'll give you the list. So just think about it. You're getting a random 24 first. Like how deep down this list you can just rapid fire off a yes or no in your opinion. So, okay, so this is the running back attached to the 24 yeah. first. Uh, Alvin Kamara. I would rather VTN. Okay. Joe Mixon. Give me Mixon. Uh, Damian Pierce. That's close enough. Give me Pierce. Give me Pierce in the first. Pierce and I'm first. not a big Pierce guy. A-Chain or Kendra Miller? I'll put them back to back. Kendra, yes. A-Chain, 100% yes. A-Chain, a little bit no if Dalvin goes there. But I'm also in the, the camp that I think if A-Chain, if Dalvin yeah. goes to Miami, A-Chain can still get his because he doesn't need a ton of touches. So I think I'm saying yes to both of those. What about uh, prayers up Antonio Gibson? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, if, when, when you put the prospects together, is it that much of a difference between ETN and Gibson other than nope. the fact that ETN was a bad first round pick? I mean, right. you, yes, he has the draft capital, but Urban Meyer made the pick. I mean, if we're not going to respect his football mind, why do we have to act like that first round pick was, uh, you know, significant? How about how about a guy we talked about earlier in the show, James Cook? James Cook in a first or ETN? I'm going to go ETN there. I'll stick okay. with ETN there. Oh, we found it. Isaiah Pacheco, same thing. Nope, I'm taking Pacheco. I love Pacheco. Oh, I think he breaks shit. out in 2023. Uh, James Conner, old crusty. If I'm looking James to win Conner. now, I'm taking Conner. Oh yeah, I love Conner. Uh, Jamal Williams. Mr. No, Pokemon. I gotta go ETN. I gotta go okay. ETN. Gotta go <laughs> All right, we're starting to get down. There. But the <laughs> point is, you got about like 20 running backs. Where you go, like if I could attach a first to ETN, maybe just start at the top of your league, at the top of your list, and just see how low you gotta go. I love it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. All right, Maddie. Before I get you out of here, plug whatever you got to plug. I know I gave the uh, the Patreon the executives to check out, but do it again. Do it again. We need another role. This is Executives Week, after all, and you yes. and Cody are phenomenal. Love listening to you guys, and two of my favorite people in the space hooked up. They got their own Patreon. It just feels so good. It feels right. I uh, can't wait to to get to see you guys at the expo here in a, in a couple weeks. So I know Cody's excited about it. So we're gonna go hard. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, you, now you got that tech money. You got that startup <laughs> tech money, baby. 
Chris is out. All right. Yeah, you can find me at the Patreon, patreon.com slash the executives, me and Cody Carpentier. You know, we record some episodes. He's got his rankings coming out. We're going to have a whole lot of stuff throughout the season to help you guys win in your fantasy leagues. Uh, I got a lot of content coming out at playerprofile.com. The world famous draft kit is live. I did a whole bunch of write ups and a bunch of videos on some of those players. So check that out. The game plan comes out every single Saturday. Had the boys on. We were talking about the art of tearing down. The game plan is your stop where you, if you want to learn things to add to that tool belt to win in fantasy check that out trade gods on thursday with my man jason allwine we kind of just shoot the shit talk trades uh you know like what adam and mike do which is you know great trade show so maybe we need to have a trade mega show oh yeah coming up hey, soon. dynasty home. trades in five just did like a five hour stream we can at least do an hour together can't we can't do an I hour mean, and a half. Why can't two? we just hashtag some six hours, baby? Get that record <laughs> going. Trying to, try to run, one up them. Have. We could, we I could mean, do we, that. The four of us, we could. <laughs> Listen, like, you and Adam I, how and much I, more can you and I talk? Adam and I stayed for all of day three of the NFL draft for two years in a row, live streaming the whole thing. So we can do anything because that is yes. brutal when you're yes. talking about punters and kickers getting drafted. <laughs> when I, I, much like yourself at the draft house, the player profile of the draft house, I was on there with Cody for the last four and a half hours of day three. Yes. It, it it gets hard to talk about it when 17, 18, 28 picks in a row go by and you're like, don't know. Don't really know. Read a cool fact about him five minutes ago. Blah, blah, blah. So, yes, we could do a six-hour stream, no doubt. But that's kind of where you can find me. And on Twitter, at Matty Kiwum. Love it, brother. A couple weeks, we'll see you live and in person. Make sure that you're getting out to the Fantasy Expo August uh, 11th through the 13th. 11th through the 12th. I get my days mixed up, but it's the second week of August, right? Yes. After the Hall yes. of Fame week. I think it's 11th. Right. I got my tickets booked. We're going to have Bob Lung on the uh, the 4D podcast on Friday if you want to check that out. We'll have all the official information. And don't forget, because it is Executives Week, Saturday morning, trade show. Cody Carpentier on there, and he did a trade show first. And he actually gave percentages of wins versus loss on the trades, right? Something we'd never done here. Cody out here giving like 65 35. I don't even know if that math adds I'm up. I have to give him a stern talk to. He never even revealed that when we talk trades yes. on our show. So, Got him. Cody, Got yeah, him. Cody, we're going to have to talk about this. And Cody's in math. So, I'm going to have to give him a knuckle. I'm not going to. <laughs> Cody's way bigger than I am. <laughs> yeah, I think he could take uh, you and me. It'd take like four or five of you and me just to I don't know, Mike. Shoes. Mike, I don't know. We, I, mean, I saw you in person. I was like, Mike can handle himself. Roll. He's all right. Nah, I'm just a big teddy bear, man. Just a big teddy bear. That's it. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm like Pillsbury Doughboy. I make funny noises <laughs> when you poke my belly. <laughs> uh, we appreciate everybody. Thank you for tapping in. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Peace. We're out of here. <laughs>